Welcome back to Talk of the Town on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC on WHTC.com and on the WHTC app for your smartphone. Once again, here's your host, Gary Stevens. Welcome back to Talk of the Town for this Monday, February 19th. Third Monday of the month, normally at this time, we are joined by State Senate Minority Leader Eric Nesbitt of Lawton, who represents much of Allegan County, but Eric cannot join us today. So to step into the breach, we are pleased to have the Water Resources Commissioner for Ottawa County, Joe Bush, join us. But he is also joined by Megan Bowes, who is the financial analyst for the department. I will say good morning and keep in mind that Mr. Bush is not at full powers right now. Good morning. Well, good morning, Gary. Thanks for having me. <laughs> we have a little bit of laryngitis going on. So, uh, yeah. well, we'll try as I, as I told Joe off the air, talk low, talk slow. Absolutely. And we'll do that. And Megan will be directing a lot of the questions toward you, uh, just to save Joe's voice, at least for this particular occasion. But, you know, he's a good soldier. That means if you have a question about what's going on in terms of what used to be known and in some counties still is known as the drain commissioner, but also dealing with water in water issues in Ottawa County, Joe and Megan will be happy to answer your question at 616-395-1450, 616-395-1450. Good morning. You're on Talk of the Town. You're with the Water Commissioner. Yes. Um, yes, sir. I know that you started um, your job back when Paul Gerlings was in charge of the drain stuff. Well... I happen to be one of many, of 700 and I think 68 people that had to pay for a West Park drain like maybe 10 years ago, and we have 20 years to pay it. We can't sell our houses unless it's paid off. And we tried to get you guys to listen to us over at the Park Township Hall, and you told us then, no, this drain is going through, you're going to pay and you just left all the people from the lake out. We happen to live on 168th on the east side. All the people on the west side didn't pay. It just seemed like they made up their mind, and those people, the rich people said, we're not paying for that drain, we'll get a lawyer. The people over in Leisure Estates also got an attorney. And we still are sitting here. The lake front is all back. We had that before. We never had one ounce of water problems. The people on Riley Street did. My husband was in the business of putting in septic systems and things, and he said those people built their houses too low to the ground. That's why they had water problems. And here we sit still another probably 10 years we got to pay for this drain. And, sir, don't you think it's time that you let us off the hook and just say, this wasn't fair. And I know you were just new to the job. So that's all I'm asking. What do you think about that? Well, I do, I do appreciate your comments. And um, at this time, we can't make changes. One of the biggest things that we did was um, we reduced the cost that Paul Gearlings had in half. And then we got a grant to help pay for it. 
and I apologize for my voice. It literally just happened like over the weekend. Um, but yeah, when it's, when there's a, an assessment, you can pay it off early and you can negotiate that in the selling of a home and the people on the drain district got changed. There was about 1400 people in the drain district. We did reduce it to 700 and we had another engineer firm relook at that after I took office and uh, reduced the assessments almost in half, if not in two thirds in a lot of the areas. Um, and we end up getting almost a $2 million grant to help fund the Park West drain. Um, so it wasn't, it had nothing to do with rich people. People in leisure estates still paid. Um, the drain district boundaries were redefined um, in the final project. And um, so it had nothing to do with rich people or any location of certain people. It was the watershed in a whole, in the whole scheme of things. But again, we reduced the size of the drain district and we took people's assessments way down by me going after a $2 million, it was almost $2 million grant. And not just that, but we reduced the cost of the price of Park West um, in half. So at this time, there's not a lot we can do about the rest of the 10 years, but you can always negotiate that in the buy and sell of a home. Yeah, realtors do would like would like you to sell, I mean, to pay off in the closing, but you can always negotiate that in the buy and sell of a home. Yeah, but Joe, we're old, we're 80-year-old people. We didn't, we never had, we live right behind Riley, Riley Trails. We never, ever had one ounce of water problems. Nobody did here. And then on Riley Street where all the people were, my niece lives there. Her house was, my husband said, when they built the house, you're building that house too low to the ground. You should go up a little higher. And, yeah, she she spent $20,000 to get her house fixed. But you know what? It was a it was an Ottawa County thing, we feel. It wasn't just our fault. I mean, you don't understand. There, there were older people crying that they could not make their payments, and nobody cared. Nobody cared. And it, it still hurts that well, Ottawa County would do that to us. I know you were new. I went to school with Paul Gearlings. He promised me, you won't ever have to pay for that drain. And what happened? We paid for the drain. We're still paying. We have, I don't even know how much longer it is. But look, the water, the water table's all back. There's probably 50 feet of beach frontage now. I mean, or more. And it's just, it's a sad, it was a sad thing. And just before you ever do anything like that, I appreciate it if you think of, of us people that have done that, had to pay for that. Oh, absolutely. I took everybody's, um, consideration during that time i actually had extra meetings um and i met with so many people that you're right that all started way before my time and i had to kind of finish a project that was started and that was all petitioned from all the flooding in 2008 2009 and then we it got dry and we run into these cycles of high groundwater then it goes back down like michigan comes back up well, then we had that in 2020 and 2021 where we had flooding everywhere. Um, everybody on Lake Mac was having uh, a lot of issues. 
And then we had everybody along the lake shore because the lake came up so high. Nobody in Park West had any issues in 2020 or 2021. A lot of that has to go back to the project. Now, not everybody has a water problem, um, gets a fix, right? But somebody's water contributes to somebody else's water problem somewhere down the, down the stream. So, and I will take that in consideration. And I do listen to all my constituents. And, and um, if, that, if the tables were turned, it would have been a little differently maybe if I was in charge in maybe 08, 09, but I wasn't. And I dealt with what I had. That was really, a, it was a park township thing. Um, they petitioned it, you know, and the people petitioned. There was a lot of people on the other side who were very upset that they had to move from their homes or abandon them because of all the flooding. So there's a two-sided coin, but I, I tried to balance it when I took office, and, and I do appreciate your comments. And I will, anytime I look at a project, I do a cost analysis on it and see if the cost outweighs the benefit on every one of my projects. Thank you very much for the call. Let's get to another call. Good morning. You're on the line with Joe Bush, the Ottawa County Water Resources Commissioner. You know, I, does does the Ottawa Impact people have any uh, any oversee of the drain commissioner? Not necessarily, no. I'm my own elected position. They do oversee some of my budget, but as far as me, no. Directly. Well, that's too bad because, you know, I we have, I live in a subdivision where people over the years have built their sheds and put their gardens over what, I, what was on my land deed says is the drainage ditch. And when I called, and you weren't in office, when I called the, uh, the drain commissioner, that green fellow, he, he threatened me. He says, look, if you complain, he says, I'll put a drain in and... Uh, and I'll tell all of your neighbors that you were responsible for them getting assessed. So I kept my mouth shut, right? But now all the people building their sheds over uh, over the drainage, uh, you know, it's supposed to be a 10-foot area so the water can get to the drain. They've built sheds, and they've built uh, berms, and they've built right on the drainage uh, parcel. So what can you do about that? I mean, is, is there anything that can be done, or are they? They're telling me now, the neighbors that, that have built there, they're saying that the drain commissioner gave them permission to do that, and, uh, and it's allowable. So now all the water backs up. Not into I put berms up, you know, to keep that horrible water out. Uh, but it's, it's made a mess of the neighborhood. And all because, like the other lady said, because there were some rich people in the neighborhood that I think that particular drain commissioner was helping. So what can we do to rectify that? I would say I would definitely have you call into my office. Give me your location. I'm happy to go meet with the neighbors and look at those sheds and fences. That's an ongoing problem. Um, I think Holland Township, Park Township keeps an eye on it. But people will go. They don't know there's an easement there. And they just go put things in there. But by all means, um, if there's a problem, I need you to call in. I will give the number, by the way, since Joe's voice is not 100%. Oh, come on. you got to let me respond. You can respond now. I wanted to give the number first uh, for our, all of our listeners. Yeah, go ahead. Yep. We let you respond and you hang up. Sorry. 
616-395-1450 is our number, 616-395-1450. Good morning, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. I mean, it's uh, definitely, you know, well, we, I, we're touching nerves. Well, we are, and that's okay. That's why I'm on the air. Too bad my voice is this way, but but we take every call seriously, and we actually go look in the field. I'm in the field a lot. Um, I have never told anybody too bad. I will go out and try to find a solution. So in other words, you're cleaning up, apparently, from the last two calls. You, you got some messes to clean up. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have been. When you got the whole county, when you got 17 townships and six cities and one village, there's a lot of municipalities, you know, municipalities to cover, a lot of ground to cover. But we're trying to fix those. All right. Let me let me go back to where I how I want to start this conversation uh, uh, and be able to service all of our listeners, not ones that were directly impacted. Because some of you know, yes, some issues you really feel passionate about, and that's that's great. And this is the place you know this this is a place you can do it, but also. It's a cha- it's a you know, really face to face talking gets the most done in specific situations. Let's talk a little bit first about the water tables. That was an issue a few years ago when they've gotten a little bit low, and then when we had some issues with erosion, and, and that issue that whole ball of wax. Where are we standing now with the water tables in Ottawa County, Joe? And and Megan, and if you want to chime in to help Joe with the voice, that's fine. Where are we standing with the water tables right now? Are they good, or is that still a concern? Well, I would say they're pretty good. But when you look at Lake Mac, a lot of the docks, the water is pretty low from the docks. I can see, you know, the water table seems to be dropping quite quickly. Um, Megan used to be on the uh, our groundwater board. So we have monitoring wells around the county where we're seeing what the water table is doing. I got other parts of the county, like in Georgetown, that is all gravel, you know, sub-base. Those, their lakes are kind of dropping pretty quickly, but it can come back within a couple of years. So right now, we're, I think we're doing pretty good, but I got people who are wanting to put in wells to actually the deep water wells to put water in back in their ponds so they can actually use their ponds. They're already thinking of that going into 2024. But I would say as far as Lake Mac, Lake Michigan seems to be looking pretty good. But again, I'm getting already requests to maybe do some dredging along the lakeshore, not a lot, along the lakeshore of Lake Mac or Spring Lake because the lake, the water table is starting to drop. Okay. Now, the thing is, uh, with it's still a, 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 the question of development and getting into water uh, I know some are trying to get into Holland water. Some are trying to get into Wyoming water, which basically takes care of the, most of the rest of the county. But you still have some developments, I would think. You know, maybe they're going to try to tap into the well water situation, which I don't know whether or not they can. You, you correct me if I'm if I'm barking up a wrong tree on that. No, nope. some townships have put in restrictions, and Megan can talk a little bit about that since she's been on the board. But some townships have put in restrictions on subdivisions unless they have municipality water. I know Olive is looking into that. Um, actually, um, Blendon is another one, and um, um, Allendale. So you got to have municipal water to tie into a subdivision because there's people that are, even as of last week, 
were calling me and saying their wells are going dry in the Borculo area. So, you know, and they're going deeper. So, yeah, is it an issue? Yeah. What's going on? I think that's why there is a groundwater board, and I do sit on there. Hmm. I know Paul, Paul Sachs from Strategic Impact is kind of running that lead. Yeah, we have a lot of great partners from uh, with the Water Resource Commissioner and Paul Sachs and his department with um, Strategic Impact. They focus on the groundwater um, concerns that we face here in Ottawa County. And in central Ottawa, one of the things that we see is that um, our deep well aquifers, they are they're running low and running dry. Um, and that water is not, is not being re, regenerated. It's not, it's not going back into those aquifers like a lot of um, wells tend to, tend to do. And it's, it has a lot to do with the, the um, geological situation that, that we have here in Ottawa County. There's a lot of shale underneath our, our, our sand and our silt. And so that water isn't, isn't getting back into those, those, um, those aquifers. And so therefore, it does create a, a challenge because, um, you know, the more that we draw from those, those aquifers, the less water that's going to be available here in the county. And you'd think with a county like ours, we're on this freshwater lake, that that wouldn't be an issue. But um, you, you will find that, that that is a problem. Joe, this is more of a primer question than anything else. But I noticed on the website, uh, myottawa.org forward slash departments forward slash drain, you have a notice of a drainage board meeting a week from tomorrow, February 20, 27th at 10 a.m. Exactly what is this drainage board all about? So is that for the Makatawa? Yes. I got a couple of them. That one is just for an update on the, on the board. So then we got a, a project on the Makatawa River, and it's just an update for the board to get together to make some decisions and talk about the project. All right. What exactly is this project? So that one is just a drain clean-out, and we're trying to get easements on the Makatawa River on, you know, years. That drain started back in uh, the late 1800s, and over that, probably the last, um, well, until now, um, there's been a lot of work done on it. Half of that particular water course was not a county drain, but we did work on it, not knowing that we didn't have easements that were recorded or permanent easements. So now we get a lot of calls about all the logs in that drain, and we're actually trying to get easements and trying to get the project would be woody debris removal. So we're just giving updates on how many easements we need and why we need the permanent easements um, to make it, you know, all from Adams Street all the way up into um, the city of Hudsonville. The Makatawa River, which used to be called Black Creek, used to call it about 10 different other names. Uh, some we can't say on yep. the radio right now. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So that drain goes all the way up in the city of Hudsonville, but all the way from Adams to basically where quality car wash, that drain comes out to 120th. There's no um, easements in that location, but we've done work over the years in the 50s, in the 60s, 70s, in the 80s, coming to find out, looking in the files. There was people complaining that there's no easement. We couldn't be on their property. Well, then... I'm a big property rights guy. So then we went back and looked, and there wasn't no easements. So we're just trying to uh, catch up from basically what happened in the late 1800s, early 1900s, and then try to get easements and remove woody debris. So now, it doesn't create flooding. Yeah, it doesn't create flooding. Now, what about the fact, and, and this is more for maybe the McIntyre Greenway people than it is for your department, but trying, they've been 
for years been trying to get Mac, Lake Mac cleaned up and the Macatawa River cleaned up, get rid of the phosphorus going into it. Uh, so at least, you know, Lake Mac looks good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. Well, the Outdoor Discovery and Project Clarity is yeah. one of my top five uh, partnerships. Uh, we do a lot of work with Travis Williams and his team over at uh, Outdoor Discovery, like on a weekly basis. So they're a part of this whole program. And um, they're a part of cleaning up the river as well. They've been helping us. They got grant money. And um, we use their expertise. We use their team to help us get along, not just in the Macintyre River, but any tributary that goes into uh, Lake Mac. Lake Mac, again, is one of our priorities on cleaning up so everybody can enjoy it and have clean water. Uh, what about uh, the Grand River? How is that working out in terms of, I know there was an effort to make sure that the Grand River is relatively clean. A lot of it, of course, has to go upstream, but, you know, the 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 the, the delta you know the the mouth of the of, Lake, of the Grand River is in Spring is in Grand Haven so that's got to be taken care of too yeah it is and I would say a lot of municipalities upstream um, all the townships or the cities they've gone to a water separator from the sewer the sewer system and they've upgraded all their uh, their sanitary so that's helped a lot by the overflows that we used to get so the Grand River has came a long way. And they do a fish um, kind of account in that. And also they try to figure out what's going on in the Grand River quite often with water quality testing. But the Grand Rivers came a long way. Yeah, that's, that certainly has helped. The other, you know, well, right now, I think they're more concerned about flooding. <laughs> because yeah. the, uh, not so much the ice dams. We haven't, we've had a relatively mild winter. How has that helped or hurt the fact that we've had another mel- relatively mild winter this year? Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. One of my other partners is the emergency manager, Lou Hunt. We work well together. We always prepare in the spring for ice jams and flooding, which we are doing now. But not having ice jams helps a lot, that's for sure. One of the great things about um, our office is all the great partners that we have, not just the townships and the cities, but partners with local farmers and with our conservation district and, as Joe mentioned, with Outdoor Discovery Center. And all of those partnerships help um, collaborate and identify what needs to be worked on and None of it's done in a bubble. It's all done with, with the community. Water, Water Resources Commissioner Joe Bush, Megan Bowes of the Ottawa County Water Resources Commission. Both of you, thank you very much for joining us today on Talk of the Town. Joe, get that voice back so yeah. that uh, you'll be able to join us again. Hopefully, hail hearty and in full voice uh, uh, sometime later this year. Thank you both for coming in today. Well, thank you. Thanks for having us. Thank you very much, Joe Bush and Megan Bowes of the Ottawa County Water Resources Department on 99.7, 1450 WHTC.